the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Garden. You're okay. You talk, talk to him a sec. Welcome back to, or welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, where uh, someone was uh, talking up here to Jerry, didn't want to come on the air, so uh, we'll let him talk to Jerry. Uh, Jerry's here. Calvin's here. I'm here. The Chili's here. Uh, the Ponies are here. David Rodriguez is somewhere at the nursery. Uh, you get the idea that there's a lot of folks happening. The Texas Weather Band is here. They sound great. We're going to see if we can play you some music and let you hear them as well. So uh, come on out to Millburgers today. We're having a great time as we celebrate the Rodeo Tomato. We'll tell you more about that coming up in just a little while, too. It's uh, HM 8849, uh, and uh, we've got plenty of them here. And uh, when you buy them today, the proceeds benefit the... Um, Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardening Program. So uh, lots of great stuff going on. We want to encourage you to come on by and visit with us and uh, have a good time here at uh, Millburgers. And, uh, of course, you come on by. You can ask a gardening question in person. Or if you want to just uh, take it off the air, we'll, uh, we'll arrange that for you, too. Or just call us. It's easy. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Well, Calvin, what you think? A lot of action, a yeah, lot of action. Um, and I'm glad, uh, I didn't expect it to be this cool this morning, but I'm glad it is. Yeah, it's, uh, I was telling you, I thought it's kind of weird. It's like it's not cold, but it's not warm, so it's chilly. I don't know. Ooh, it's, speaking of chilly, uh, yeah. We've got lots of good chili here, too, uh, and all the proceeds benefit the San Antonio Food Bank. But, yeah, uh, most folks here have a little sweatshirt on or a light jacket, but it hasn't stopped the gardeners from coming out. They are uh, here in force and uh, doing uh, lots of shopping and enjoying the plants. And All, all the uh, cool weather annuals are in bloom, and they're available. But uh, the main thing we can see here are about... Uh, Looks like about two acres of rodeo tomatoes. <laughs> right in front of us. Yeah, there are a bunch of them, aren't there? Yeah. And that's, that's the, the kind of the main theme of the whole program today. Is, yeah, uh, we're just kind of celebrating uh, that's having right. some fun. And if you buy your uh, rodeo tomatoes, today the, the funds will go to the Bear County Master Gardener Youth Gardening Effort. Yeah. Which is huge and has been operating for a lot of years a lot of a lot of young people will benefited by, from it but uh, that new rodeo tomato you know Jerry and his team uh, volunteers to select 
the best uh, performing tomato every year and designated as rodeo tomato. And this year it's the HM8849. Uh, mm-hmm. Large, flattened kind of tom- tomato, a determinate, gets to full size quickly and then concentrates on uh, maturing its fruit. So it's a, kind of an ideal plant for our, our area. Now, if you get them, if you get them now, we recommend that you pot them up. You can, you know, you can plant them out in the garden if you want. They won't die, but they, they just won't grow in the cool, uh, cool, uh, cool soil. But if you put them in a one-gallon container uh, with some potting soil, they'll, they'll keep growing as fast as they've been growing here in the nursery, and then you'll be ready for action uh, in March or whenever it warms up. A lot, of, a lot of people will plant uh, half of them about March fifteenth, and then yeah, save a few. Uh, oh, that's uh, for April first, yeah. And put that put that cover over them. Yeah. That, uh, well, and Jerry and Jerry, we, we've done cover. some experiments through the years where you we put them in the garden and in a, in a in container, pots, yeah. and the container plants grow much faster <laughs> because you you know you put them in in the sun, but out of the wind. And the, and the containers are dark usually, and, and they, they got, absorb the light, they, uh, the heat, heat, warm up, so they're they're uh, fast in action. And all those photos you see in the paper about the town's first tomato is uh, is almost always from potted up tomatoes. Yeah, because yeah. they get a fast start. But by by that uh, March fifteenth, or certainly by April first, they'll be. Uh, Blooming, ready for blooming, and uh, be ready for uh, starting to set fruit in the garden. So uh, that's what it's about. Tomatoes. I don't know if we got any containers here or not. Containers. I don't know that either. I, I was I, just. I know they're probably in the greenhouse. Yeah. But, well, uh, I hate to. S- the regular tomatoes are they not out of there? That's you know that you, that's a good point. I guess I'll. I've got a neighbor that was trying to unload a bunch of containers to me, and I've got a million of them, and I, I think I'll carry some to the uh, to that event I'm giving on the yeah. March second. Yeah, listed in the paper today. Yeah. So the so those yeah the, those containers are those extra containers are a pain until you need them. Yeah. Them. <laughs> but the Millburgers does have the. Uh, Potting soil that you can use. And, uh, and Millburgers has plenty of containers. And actually, they have the small one gallons, too, if you want to yeah, buy them. They, they have, yeah, they, they, if you don't have a container, they they yeah. have uh, containers. And they even sell the little plastic ones like the, the, the gallons. Come in. Yeah, the gallons. So or up them. to the big, huge ones, yeah. So take them with you. Yeah. And okay. the uh, exact write-up on that uh, is on plantanswers.com, the website. Plantanswers.com on our topics of the month, uh, which is on in red. The only thing on the front page that's in red, and it's under uh, Harris Moran eight eight four nine two twenty nineteen rodeo tomato. It shows pictures, and then it uh, gives that potting up uh, technique. Uh, that uh, Calvin's using some of his articles several times, and uh, I think I think they give away uh, a flyer at the rodeo uh, with the instructions on how to pot up the, the tomatoes. So this is the time to do it, and uh, 
the Milberg's got a good supply. And, uh, and of course, let's see, I guess you mentioned the, that a certain amount of the proceeds go back to the food bank. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh well, they have food my, bank for the gardeners. Too. Yeah, the youth gardening program. There's always, with Milberg's, there's always got something going that uh, good causes benefit by. Mm-hmm. And today, it's uh, if you donate to- towards the chili, goes to the food bank, and of course, if you purchase uh, rodeo tomato, it all goes to the uh, uh, to who's it go to the the, the youth well, gardening program at yeah, County. We got too many good causes. We got the. <laughs> we may hear from the Orchid Society today. Did you yeah, they're gonna uh, hopefully. Um, We'll hear from them. They'll tell us about now. It's about a month and a half away, but they'll uh, they'll tell us a little bit about what's going on there. And um, about a month. That'll be fun. Yeah, it's about 20, a month. Twenty. Yeah, twenty second of March. Okay. Well, so yeah, about a month and a week. Gosh, it's just amazing how much. Yeah, time boy, is the the year is flying by. But you know what is it? What's even sooner? What's even sooner? On uh, Monday. This coming Monday. Jerry handed me the brochure just to make sure that I didn't miss it. <laughs> At on the. Monday, February 18th, the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas uh, Gardening Essentials class. Every third Monday they have it. And uh, there'll be somebody there. I think Rob will be talking about pruning. Rob, Rob DeRocha. Pruning, and then and I'll talk about oak wilt. And it's going to be at a little different location. They're, they're trying something new. They're going to they're gonna go to Rainbow Gardens on their, out there on Bandera, Bandera. Road. Uh, and that's uh, that program. It's a. Uh, they informed me that it was a, a bring a bag lunch kind of a situation, yeah, right. rather rather than a. Usually they'll have a picnic kind of lunch, mm-hmm. but bring a, bring your lunch, and uh, donations appreciated. But we'll talk. We'll talk about the, all the pruning and the, the cleanup, just like David did today, and then uh, mm-hmm. I'll talk about oak wilt. We're, there's a lot of interest in oak wilt. We really have, uh, it's relatively easy to protect our oak trees, but it's a real disaster if you don't protect them. It's oh, very, yeah. very hard to treat uh, uh, treat uh, the disease once it's in our neighborhood. So uh, it's good to, good to review what you know about it. And we'll have some good handouts, too. Right. So, so that's coming up, gardeningvolunteers.org, for more information on that, gardeningvolunteers.org. So you were talking to a couple different people beforehand. Um, yeah, uh, one one fella had. Uh, yeah, one, San Antonio uh, gardening can be heartbreaking. <laughs> he was heartbroken. He uh, he'd been here about ten or fifteen years, but uh, he wanted to plant dogwood. Oh, I said, "Where are you from?" He said, "Georgia." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I said, I'm from Tennessee, and originally, uh, I always miss seeing the dogwoods of spring. It's hard. It's hard. Dogwood is just, it's got, it's got to be one of the top rated, uh, most outstanding plants. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> even even from, a, from, we couldn't grow them in Minnesota, but uh, yeah. we certainly did in East Texas. Oh, yeah. They're pretty beautiful yeah. in the, in the out in the wood, wooded area next to the highway. Yeah. You see them popping up in the in the spring. So what did you tell them? No chance. Yeah. Oh, right. this conversation was miserable. <laughs> and he, then then he went on. He he, uh, he was so he, sad. He wanted <laughs> he wanted something white. 
but not uh, but not a magnolia. How about a Mexican uh, Mexican uh, plum? No, the white. Oh man, it's got the white flower. Looks like uh, one of your uh, hydrangea kind of flower. Uh, not hydrangea. Mexican Mexican olive, olive, olive? yeah, yeah. That's a that's a wonderful white. I've I've gotten to really appreciate that plant since I've got one. Yeah, they're they're attractive. I've, but (laughs) I I recommended a white uh, crepe myrtle. Oh yeah, and he said, "Well, everybody's got those." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's not exactly fair. Because there's something, it always amazes me. And, and his response is what everybody says. He goes, you know, I want something that will do well. And Jerry says, how about crepe myrtles? Well, everybody's got them in the neighborhood. It's like, that's because they do so well. Yeah. But a crepe myrtle would be a nice white bloom. Yeah. You. But uh, then then uh, as he, he kind of mumbled and he walked off. I said, uh, uh, he got a moment that he walked off and said, those pines didn't do well either. No, no. A lot of pines <laughs> that they grow all in Georgia. Yeah. But uh, I said, well, we had to look around here and uh, get the recommended uh, yeah. varieties and do the best we can. Well, the good news is that we've got uh, we've got so many other alternative plants. Now, if you went f- further west, you go the more limited your yeah. palette of plants is. But here, here the alkaline soil is limiting, but it, and the heat at night. But it's still, still a wide range of plants. If you, if well, you get down in the timing and everything. Yeah, if he'd have gone east, he could have, you know, over over yeah, Houston, east Texas, uh, yeah. he could have had his dogwoods and his yeah. Hydrangea. Dog he, oh. His mother loved hydrangea. And uh mother lot what? Loved her hydrangea. Oh yeah. <laughs> now I've seen hydrangea in in a yard in San Antonio planted in the ground. Yeah, the some they uh it, with care they can be grown. Well, lots of good, yeah, if you got good good soil or artificially. Yeah. That's what he he said he was going to do a raised bed. And he the sad that about it was he said uh no that that was the other guy another another person walked up oh no same <laughs> <laughs> and said uh he wanted to plant uh he got a swimming pool and i had an area about the size of this port and uh they were lined with hydrangeas Hydra- no, not hydrangea. Mountain laurel. Hmm. They were lined with mountain laurel, which he had the uh, uh, builder of the house pull out. No. <laughs> so he wanted to replace those uh, mountain laurels with fruit trees. Around the pool? Yeah. <laughs> I told you. Uh, that's kind of the way I do you have a pool, Calvin? Is that a good idea? <laughs> no, it's, uh, okay. it's a tough. They, they are uh, fussy about management. Oh yeah. No. Of course, Texas mountain laurels are so are relatively easy to grow. Yeah, that, that's why the person there that before implanted them, 
He, he threw away the baby with the bath, bath water and that deal. I saw a really cool, I wish I remember where I saw it, because um, I, I meant to take a picture. Someone had grown mountain laurel and then it hedged it. So they had it about as big as uh, this porch. Wow. Yeah, and so it was all squared off, and I thought that was interesting. And then because it had purple blooms on it, and I couldn't figure out what they were. And it was like, that's mountain laurel. <laughs> it's not the easiest plant, though, to, to hedge. hedge. Like yeah, that. I wouldn't think so. I've never seen it like an independent. Yeah, well, and it's a pretty disciplined grower, so you, usually you just let it do what it wants to do. Yeah. Go slow. And they're blooming around town. Yeah, I, t- sure. I told him, I said, the mountain laurel doesn't shed a lot of leaves. You know, it's it's pretty good. I never thought about it as a... Low maintenance. A pool plant. Yeah. yeah. But... Uh, That's true. He's pulled all of that, and, uh, and now he's planting fruit trees. And the right I, time of year, that pool would smell wonderful. <laughs> I, told, I told him uh, to consider citrus. You know that's uh, yeah that is that's not a probably not a bad idea. That's not a shatter. Yeah. Also, uh, in the vicinity of the pool, you probably gain a couple degrees. Yeah. For cold yeah, and true. it sits a I lot. I didn't think lot. about that. I was just thinking about the shedding. Yeah. Of did the you leaves. have? Did you have a question? Hey. <laughs> oh, okay. More people coming to say hi to Calvin. <laughs> How are you doing? All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I thought she had a question. So two one zero. But anyway. Uh, so we got we got the people taken care of. Uh, I don't think we satisfied very many people. No, but, uh, we gave them a ta- taste of reality. Yeah, San Antonio, you can do so much, but yeah, there's stuff you just can't do. Yeah, You're limited. Yeah, so unknown. It can be uh, heartbreaking. That's why. That's why Uh-oh. I always mention that uh, we got a. Our Mary, are you bringing up a question? Mary? Oh. All right. Can we ask it on the air? Here you go. We're going to give you the microphone. You'll be on the air, and Jerry will be able to hear you. Let's see. Whoop, be careful of that chili. All right. Yes, sir. You're on the air. How can we help you today? That's beautiful. So this all blew in on our lawn in my neighbor's houses over the past two weeks. It's growing like crazy, Yeah. and we're nervous about it. I like it, but I know it's some kind of a weed. Can you tell us what to do yeah, about it's, it? Yeah, it's rescue grass, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, they call it rescue grass. It's spread by by uh, seed, uh, and and a lot of people deal with it in the winter as a winter lawn. Uh, the problem is you your your regular lawn is dormant now. Uh, it hadn't started actively growing, so the best way to control this is uh, mow it often. Just to mow it down? Yeah, mow it down. And uh, when the temperature gets warmer, when the temperature gets warmer. Oh, this is sustainable winter lawn. Uh, I thought it was real pretty, but it's covering my lawn all of a sudden. And I'm nervous it's killing it or doing something. No, no, no. It's trying to set its seed, as Jerry. My neighbor's trying to round up his out, and I said, I don't think we want to do all that. No, well, you kill the regular grass. You kill your standard. Glad you guys are smarter than we are. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, uh, we're seeing this in more and more because of the, uh, the our trees are getting bigger in the community, more shade. And, of course, we don't have great soil. Uh, so they, so that, that somebody was asking me that question, you know. He said, 
20 years ago, I never even heard of that rescue grass. Now every, every place in town has got it. Condition's different. But just keep it mowed off. Uh, don't let it go to seed, and uh, that's the best you can do. So my neighbor and told they, me not to mow because he was afraid it was going to make it worse and blow it all over everybody's lawns? No, 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 no. no it it hasn't made it seed yet. Yeah, it's an annual, and it's, the seed is real distinctive. I've had this house over 20 years. I've never seen this happen. Huh. Right. Yeah. Well, no, and the weather, part of it's the weather. All right, well. Good yeah, luck. so. Yeah, you, you have, now practice that a little bit. Uh-oh, are you? The environmentally She's still concerned. Environmentally <laughs> appropriate winter lawn. It's it's, a, it's very attractive, and it's uh, environmentally. And it doesn't hurt your regular grass. That, that was my question. Will our regular grass take over when it gets warmer? Yeah. Which uh, which grass is it? Is it uh, San Augustine? San Augustine. Yeah. Now the one of the issues is that this quite often is comes in where you where you got more and more shade. Is that you got a lot of shade trees? We have a very big tree on the one side that's got some shade. But the funny thing is, this is coming in around the perimeter of the lawn where typically it burns close to the because I have a corner lot. Yeah. So, I, you know, we've tried to build that soil up, and we've had a very pretty lawn for many, many years. And, again, I've had this house 20 years, uh-huh. never seen this before. So I just wanted to make sure we didn't screw up what we had going. No, you're not. All right. Uh, I'll come no, back if I do, really, man. I'm coming right re- back if I see. No. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's really no herbicide that will kill it out, we, we, we determine. There's some that kill out the broadleaf weeds, this uh, a weed, uh, like a weed and feed weed type of. No, not don't use weed and feed. No. But, uh, uh, weed free zone. Weed free zone, but yeah. that that kills broadleaf. That's not a broadleaf. That's a grass. I really don't have a weed problem normally. Our yard is in really yeah. great Good. shape, so Good. we've been happy with it the past probably five years. It's been pretty stable, so yeah. that's why I was nervous. He saw this, and I'm like, well, either something happened good or something happened bad. <laughs> if no, you, if don't you, worry. Happened you, to everybody. Did you mention that if you want to prevent this <coughs> pre-emergent herbicide mix, uh, wh- when do we put that? Mar- uh, so, August. 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 Wow. End of August. Wow. That'll pre- You put it out like... Uh, it's hot then, still. You still put it out then. Yeah, you put it out. Dim- dimension. And it just prevents the seed from germinating. Okay. On your situation, that might be good because That's a good you, idea. You haven't seen it. What kind before. of a product? Are you allowed to tell me? Huh? Sure. What kind of a product do we use on it? Yeah. Pre emergent. Oh, a maze or dimension or XL Hulk. Just check the label and make okay. sure it's the. But a dimension or a maze are the two that we recommend. Okay. Well, and thank you very much. You bet. I really good appreciate luck. it. Thanks for coming by. Don't worry about it. Thank you. <laughs> That's our advice on everything. Don't worry about it. It just doesn't matter. That's like that commercial on the Spurs. What's that? Oh, have you seen that uh-uh. uh, commercial about Don't worry the? About it? They're uh, they're talking about uh, j- just okay isn't okay enough, you know. And the oh, and the thing, yeah, yeah. And the doctor just is, uh, she. They asked the nurse if this doctor's a good doctor and. And she says he's okay, uh, <laughs> and then I, then there's a, it goes through the yeah. spiel. I like the brake one. Our our motto we have a saying around here: if the brakes don't stop the car, something yeah. else will. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. And while we do, you give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free, it's eight six six three zero eight. 8867. We got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers where we're celebrating. Now they're getting some rodeo tomatoes. Good for them. 
Uh, we'll tell you more about that when we come back in just a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Hope you're going to be at Millburgers this Saturday because, boy, oh, boy, lots of great information, lots of great gardening fun. Let's start off with the information. David Rodriguez will be on hand teaching spring cleanup for your landscape. That's the presentation he'll be doing, and he'll be teaching you how to prepare your yard, how to prune, how to plant, all the things that you need to do to have a great spring garden this spring. Now, that's from 1030 to noon. It's absolutely free, and it's rain or shine. Just come on out and enjoy enjoy and enjoy some more great fun as we celebrate the 2019 rodeo tomato hm8849 we'll have chili fritos and drinks courtesy of nature's creation the texas weather band will be on hand playing all kinds of great country music there's pony rides for the kids and a petting zoo face painting and much much more so come on out and by the way celebrate the rodeo tomato when you get one you'll be contributing to the bear county master gardeners youth garden program at millburgers this Saturday, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The scenario is as predictable as it is familiar. Members of Congress come up with a last-minute bill of more than 1,000 pages, which few, if any, have time to read before they vote on it. Unless President Trump turns thumbs down on the measure, which gives some money for his southern border wall, the voting by the House and Senate will be completed by tonight, avoiding another government shutdown. You can bet that lots of goodies have been slipped into the bill, as they always are, and the debt, which has now exceeded $22 trillion in counting, will continue to rise. That's because government can't restrain itself, and too many people continue to feed at its trough. The interest on the debt alone is $364 billion, and the debt is projected to rise at a $1 trillion annual rate as more people retire and there aren't enough young people to pay taxes. Just one more argument against abortion, by the way. No country can long sustain itself with this kind of debt. Payday someday is not a policy. It is complete and utter folly. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Do you know how many dentists I have to choose from in Los Angeles? This is Dennis Prager, and the answer is, it doesn't matter. 
because my dentist is Dr. Stan Shelton right here in San Antonio. That's the truth. What do I like about visiting Dr. Shelton? Everything, including talking to him about the issues of the day. I love the guy, and he's a great dentist. So let me recommend without hesitation my dentist, Dr. Stan Shelton. You'll find him online at drshelton.com. That's drshelton.com or 210-590-7878. Burgers Gardening, South Texas. That is the Texas Weather Band. That's Deborah Kay. Uh, they're uh, they're alive out here. They are alive here, so you can. They're alive and alive. Yeah. So you can come visit with them. But we want to make sure you can hear some of their great music. So how did you manage that this time? I just got my ways. He just. Uh, I got it. After ten years and twenty, yeah. or 20 <laughs> years, he's figured it out. Yeah, we figured it out. Charles figured it out. So uh, Tex Hazlett is with us here on the uh, on the porch. Okay. Hey, Tex, what's going on? How you doing? <laughs> doing good, Trace. <laughs> what's happening? Ah, well, we're having a wonderful event. Yeah. Uh, weather's not holding anybody back. It's, uh, it's mild. It's perfect. Yep, it's, uh, it's, it's nice. No, no, it's a great day. It's a little chill. We were talking about it's not cold. Most of the people here have maybe a sweatshirt on or a light jacket. Yeah. But uh, well, what do you expect for the rodeo? That's true. Good point. It's got to yeah. be a little chilly. Yeah, yeah, it's only middle of February. Was that, was that a, <laughs> was that a uh, pun or a non-intended pun? Uh, no, that was a... Oh, it's got to be a little chilly? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, I forgot that. Uh-oh, did you have a question? So, on that note, we have uh, chili, and he's still got a couple gallons of it left, okay. so if you're interested, uh, head on down, and we've got some chili. Yeah, they got me some, and uh, I've eaten it, and it's uh, it's got a little bite to it, a little hot to it, but... No, nothing. Um, you notice no beans, right? No beans. And uh, that's, a, that's a long debate there. Mine, that is a big debate. Mine had cheese. Yeah. Cheese. We needed some onions. Ooh, that would have been good. <laughs> we should have. But anyway, anyway. No, I turned. You know, Why can't I hear you anymore? I don't know. I can't hear you either. Okay, you can't hear me no, I either? Can. Yeah. Okay. I can yeah. hear you. All right. Let's see what's happening. Hello. Okay, there, there you go. Then. Okay. It's amazing when you plug these things I, in. It, it, they work so much better. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I was um, I had to park in the ditch. Uh, mm-hmm. Plenty of parking in the ditch. And it's a, it's a creek. Uh, yeah. Oh, the creek. It has okay. It does have I'm a sorry. name, although I can't remember what it is. Roger. <laughs> but I was uh, I was watching people pull in. You know, park uh, for about 15 minutes, and I don't think there was one car that pulled in that didn't have some young kids in it. Oh yeah, 
Well, they're all up there. They're, 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 they're definitely the, participating in that petting zoo. Yeah, yeah, they're at the pony rides. Have you everything? petted the pig, Milton, or have I, you had time? Uh, I didn't see the pig. Uh, no pig? pig? Oh, there are lots of cute I goats. I know there's a dwarf but, cow or something over there. <laughs> Wait a minute. Some geese? I saw geese. Oh, geese? Or geese or gooses? Yeah, there are uh, geese ducks. There were some ducks over there. Um, they try to think lots of goats. Lots and, of goats? Yeah, there are about three or four goats. And um, Did y'all and, and the pony rides are going real well. Yeah. Did y'all have to put down some sod for the animals? Well, we, we were going to, and then we asked if we could use hay. Oh, okay. So we, were, we were taking down the tunnel. Yeah. Oh, so good idea. We kind of double dipped there. So good. We, we got the hay over there so the animals weren't on the on the asphalt. Oh, good. So it got uh, multi-use this year. Good. Yeah. That's a good idea. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. As if we didn't know, are you, is it time? Is it time for the? I think it is. Time for the plant. Oh. Of the, the weekend. weekend. And uh, it's not a surprise, <laughs> I don't think. No, it's not a surprise. Okay. It shouldn't be a surprise. So uh, this is the, the plant of the weekend is uh, the, sh- the showstopper of today's events, the Rodeo Tomato. Right. HM8849. Listen to this guy. Mm-hmm. Knows his stuff. So uh, all the proceeds from the sales of this tomato today in the four-and-a-half-inch pot are going to go to help the, uh, well, through the Master Gardeners to the, the kids. Great. All right. Great. So we'll repeat that. that The sale of the four-and-a-half-inch pots, the po- proceeds will benefit the Bear <coughs> County Master Gardeners Youth Garden Program. And we've got a complete description on plantanswers.com. Uh, second listing, uh, it says Harris Moran 8849, the 2009 Rodeo Tomato. And uh, that also has the... Uh, Right up on how to pot them up. So um, we're we're donating the proceeds of these, but if you can't make it to the rodeo, mm-hmm. then we still have them. Right, and um, in abundance. And they're the same plants. Same plants. Yeah. So uh, come on out today and uh, take place and help support the Bear County Youth Garden Program and get them here today, and then have some chili and support the uh, the uh, folks at the. Um, food bank or get uh visit with the the petting zoo and stuff like that ma'am did you have a question can we ask it on the air okay i'm going to give you that mic and trace is going to take this one what don't hurt Uh all righty and i've got pictures here to help ask questions so these iron plants are about 20 years old right they need yes so is it do we should we just go in and thin them, or what if we cut them all back? Will they all would they come back, or should we just? I think, I think you normally go in and thin them. Uh, normally you? you'd go in, but if you haven't done it in a long time, it's going to uh-uh. take forever. But uh, the normal thing, if it's done regular, is just go in and prune out the ones that that look bad. Okay. Uh, okay. But to answer your question, yes, you could do what you what you said. You could wake, take them all to the ground, but it's going to be a while before it looks like something again. Uh, like a, a year or so? Uh, probably faster than that, but uh, it's going to look naked for quite some time. Okay. All right. Second question. This is a magnolia tr- 
baby that's come in that's come up on its own under our magnolia tree so it's about 12 inches tall is it possible to pot it or replant it somewhere that looks like a oh is that a magnolia uh both are possible Uh, if it's 12 inches tall there's means there's at least 12 inches worth of root system okay so you don't want to have uh, root damage. So you want to dig a very big hole or around it and then kind of pop it out and then do it, either go straight to the ground somewhere else or in a large Or container. put it in a large pot, either way. Okay. Uh, and, and put some, put it in uh, acidic Canadian sphagnopeat. Uh, so it's an acid-loving tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really don't perform well here, so I'm, I'm happy that you're having luck. Yeah. We have a, it's, it's, it's huge now, but we babied it. <laughs> so, and now we have an offspring. Don't we have a potting mix on sale? That uh, uh, we have the that? we have the Nature's Creation potting soil. Yeah, there and you we go. also have the Canadian peat by itself too. Okay. Okay. Then one more cutting back question. My and this isn't a very good picture, but my firecracker bush plant is just really yeah wild. Wait, wait, wait till the end of the month and give it a good haircut. Okay. You can you can cut it back how how far. Uh, you cut it to, to the, the ground. ground. Oh, okay. Okay. Sprout from the ground. Okay. <laughs> That's why he wants to hear. <laughs> but it'll be it'll be up back by the spring summer. Oh yeah. As soon as it gets hot, that's when it's actually going to grow. Okay. All right. All righty. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming. All right. See, so you can come by and ask your gardening question in person, or just call us at two one zero. 308 We're getting a lot of walk up questions. Yeah. Today. Well, I got a lot of people to walk up today. Yeah, but uh, mine wasn't nearly as satisfying because uh, we, what was yours? Well, uh, we it was a plant that had all kinds of branches coming up, and uh, she was trying to describe the flower that was a blue flower. She wanted it to pruned into a single branch tree, but we couldn't kind of come together and figure out what it was. I thought maybe it was. Uh, a Brug- blue flower, Brugmansia or something, but uh, we didn't. Uh, she's she was going to go. Uh, it wasn't a plumbago, was it? Oh no, it was. A, it was. I mean, huge stems. Oh, oh, oh! And okay. I was trying to determine if it had top had frozen back at all, or when mm-hmm. you know deciduous and everything. So, um, so she uh, she did not. Uh, we did not get some good answers. No. But she was going to go and try to. See, she bought it here at Millburgers, and uh, and her her main and thing was that flower. the flower. The other thing, she said that the flower stood up. She normal they normally were turned down. Then this particular plant stood what's up. That, what's that mimosa that has a blue purple flower? It's in the, the I forget the name of it. It's in the mimosa family. Doesn't take cold well. Um, I don't, I don't, a uh, uh, blue flower, not Althea. No. Well, uh, well, that's, that's. That could be, that could be the answer, though. Yeah, that, but the, the, actually the plant, the stems, it did not look like an Althea. I mean, when they were there, just sturdy, muscly kind of looking. Didn't look like a Brugmensia either. Okay. So anyhow, hopefully she'll, if she, if she comes back is. with a There's big a smile on her face. In Mexico that has a. Blue purple flower. It's on the top. Hangs down? Nope. It goes up. It goes up. 
I bet you we've got, we've got it if you could think of the name. What? We'll watch. Okay. I can. What are we looking for? Hakaranda. No, no, we are just we're trying to. Sometimes the the Type in little hints will come to us. Is that high? See, okay. t- usually Trace is young enough to remember this, but uh, <laughs> he's been hanging around us so long. That yeah. Uh, we have have a lot of pruning questions, and I uh, think Calvin's article today in today's paper. Um, our, our Neil Spears talked about pruning roses and and things, and uh, as I promised last week. On uh, plantanswers.com, I've entered uh, the link to uh, uh, proper planting, uh, proper pruning techniques for a whole bunch of uh, different types of, of plants uh, that's listed on there. Uh, the, art, the original uh, article, or original write-up was done by uh, Everjani, who used to be a uh, state uh, horticulturist, extension horticulture, and uh, he, he covers almost all the uh, all the all the plants you can think of, and uh, uh, with roses included. Um, uh oh, Trace forgot his hat. No, no, he's coming back in a sec. Oh, here, David. Hey, David, what's going on, man? We'll tell. We'll take a quick break and then we'll get everybody on the mics here. Two one zero three zero eight traces. Two one zero. Don't spill that chili on that hat. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Let's take a break. Come back in just a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. This is the answer. from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. We've got another great gardening class coming up next Saturday at Millburgers. If you've always wanted to share your love of gardening with the children in your life, well, this is a great class to bring them to. It's Millburgers Monthly Children's Gardening Class, and this one's perfect. It's the Spring Vegetable Gardening for Kids class. It's Saturday, February 23rd, next Saturday from 10 to 11, and it's absolutely free. Your children will have fun learning the basics of vegetable gardening. The class will include little hands-on planting and seeding tips as well as craft activities. So come on out if you've got a kid from the age of 5 to 10 years old. It's perfect for them and perfect for you to share that time with them as well. All we ask is that you make a reservation. Again, there is no cost, but because we need to know how much supplies to have so everybody has something, call the nursery at 210-497-3760 to make your reservation for next week's children's gardening class at Millburgers. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. The Dell Wamsley Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. When a challenge rises up, do we let it stand in our way or go the distance to overcome it? I didn't want to stay at the bottom, but after I was shot four times in Afghanistan, I was told I'd never walk again or have feeling below my waist. If I even survived, I felt paralyzed physically and mentally. 
There were many times where I took two steps forward, only to be knocked back five. When I struggled to get up my hill, depression and thoughts of suicide threatened to keep me down forever. My wife and healthcare providers were there to catch me and push me forward. I learned that psychological care is key to recovery from both physical and invisible wounds. It's been more than two years and my journey is still ongoing, but I know I won't quit. Decide now that I can, I will take the first step. Reaching out is a sign of strength. Visit realwarriors.net or call 800-874-2273. Are you looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio? Then I recommend you go see the professionals at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Owned and operated by proud American veterans, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange is dedicated to professionalism and your privacy. They order their coins and bullion direct from the trading floor, so you know you're getting the most up-to-date pricing possible when you buy. And when it's time to sell your gold or silver items, they pay top dollar. They also accept and sell Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text the owners, Tony Arterburn and his wife, Melissa, today. Call 888-667-1836 or just go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad, you're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council Texas on 930 AM, the answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. Did you have a gardening question? Can we ask it on the air? Can we ask it on the air? Is that okay? No, I'm supposed to die at about Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. I'm getting a salary. Okay. Oh. Okay. You 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 help him, and then, all right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 
210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. What'd you say, David? How'd it go? I tell you, this bowl of chili was real good. Yeah, you didn't seem to, man. That oh, it was, I don't think I didn't think you could and, clean and, that bowl up. And he filled way. it to the rim. It's very delicious. Yeah, they're very and, good. Great job. And, no, we're here today at the beautiful Millburgers Landscape Nursery, and we did our uh, spring uh, to do cleanups, uh, open session Q and A. A uh, nice little crowd of 40-ish plus and yeah. uh, entertain a lot of different... 40 uh, Is that uh, extension service counting or uh, normal counting? <laughs> normal no, counting. it was official. Huh? And uh, a lot of good questions. And um, uh, we just get them started and let them ask questions and then go keep building on it. And Yeah, it's kind of funny you know. to figure out what, what, what time you'll be able to come visit with us. There you go. And so uh, what time did you finish? About a little bit before noon? No, it was about twelve fifteen. Twelve. Oh, okay. And, and then, then you know, you then, always tell them. You had the questions. You afterwards. always tell them. Okay, let's get everyone's question answered so we all can learn. Oh. And then when it's over, guess what happens? They attack you. <laughs> a question they were embarrassed. Yeah, to yeah ask. there you go. But it was good. It was, they always have good questions, and it, we try to get everyone involved so we all learn a little bit too. So. So all right, it's uh, we're we're celebrating the rodeo tomato here today, and. Uh, HM eighty-eight forty-nine. It might be the best tomato you've ever planted and tasted, Milton. That's, That's right. what I've heard. Who it said that? Is, is that is quoted from Jack, Dr. Jerry Parsons? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Might, <laughs> the key is might be. <laughs> That's, no, it's a good tomato. Again, is that uh, you know, you know, lingo? You, you know how this works, right, Milton? Okay, how does it work? If, it's, it work? if it's an awesome, oh, this is the best tomato. Oh, so, oh thank you. If it's the worst tomato, let me give you Dr. Jerry Parsons. Uh, email. Right. <laughs> yeah, right, Calvin? We know how to play play this game, right? I think Calvin reluctantly gets some credit for Tycoon. Uh, yeah. Uh, see, uh, yeah, that was uh, I think uh, accidental timing at the turn. Yeah. <laughs> at a commercial grower that yeah. says, why aren't you recommending Tycoon? <laughs> and meanwhile, it, you know, it's going, Tycoon is getting going through the rodeo selection right. yeah. process. And so I brought it up, and Jerry, instead of uh, mentioning anything, uh-huh. he says, tell, a, yeah, tell us more about that yeah. Tycoon. Uh-huh. <laughs> so pretty soon, we're, uh-huh. yeah. we got Tycoon coming a couple directions. There so tell us about 8849. Uh, Harris Moran, HM8849. Moran? No, Moran. Not Moran. Moran. He called it Moran. Tomato, tomato. It's, it's, it's uh, <laughs> you know, a couple years ago, it was HM1823, and a lot of people are still planting and talking about that one. So it's a series of tomatoes. It's like BHN444, which I heard that uh, Ronnie said there's no more seed. Oh, no. After this year. Oh, no. Uh, the BHN602. So it's a breeder. So he, he puts them in a number sequence. Oh. So it's just, and I know a lot of people, well, why don't y'all name it something else? Well, that's what they release it <laughs> at, so. You know, we can't call it the wonderful tomato or maybe tomato. Or, we tried that you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. earlier. Yeah, but, they can't uh, fight it the next year. So. Yeah, I, I miss the surprise tomato. No. Surprise tomato. Don't get distracted now. The, yeah. the uh Eighty-eight forty-nine. So it's a de- de- determinant. Determinant. The, the standard is bush determinant bloom um, yields good foliage to protect the fruit. Fifteen to thirty pounds of marketable size fruit. Most of them are uh, wow. Eight ounce medium, but a lot of these newer ones, the last four or five years, are beef slicing types that have potential of twelve ounce up to one pound right. uh, fruit on them. Um, 
So uh, disease resistance, you know, you want uh, good disease resistant packages on them and then a, a good sugar to acid ratio to them. Um, so it's a, it's a good one. We should, like. be, should be a good one to determine it. Should be good in containers. Yeah. Containers, yeah. yeah. Hold yeah. that. Yeah, the, last year was one of the best things to look at talking about containers. Uh, Rodney at Peterson Brothers always plants a lot of these in the containers, and the ones he had last year were unbelievable. The containers yeah. were unbelievable, and, the yields and the qualities they had. So, In fact, uh, the pictures on uh, plantanswers.com uh, uh, are pictures of tomatoes grown in a container. In a container, okay, good. Those are containers. It's enough. And... Uh, but of course they were heavily fertilized. They were fertilized every time they were watered, and they uh, in, a, in a regular in a good potting mix. And um, I, th- I think they had copious amounts of osmocote. Yes, osmocote yeah. plus. Mm-hmm. But uh, just in the, if you look at those pictures on plantanswers.com. Uh, each every one of those tomatoes have a potential of being uh, at least three quarters of a pound Easy. in this house, Easy. if you keep them fertilized and water. And that's that little picture right there is just about 14, 15 tomatoes. Oh, so yeah. That's a good poundage just right there on that and, side of the one. And uh, I had to, I, I took, I took the, took the, uh, pictures off i took the leaves off to take the picture normally when you walk up with the to a tomato plant uh they got that many tomatoes on them you shouldn't see the tomatoes for leaves if you fertilize correctly did you put a little little notation on the picture to make sure people will know that no i just took the picture okay okay that's like a, it was. It was twenty years before I realized that pictures of Brussels sprouts, <laughs> Brussels sprouts. have the have the leaves removed <laughs> so you can see the sprouts. Yeah. If you didn't, you wouldn't be able to see the sprouts for the leaves because they they they're, come they're hiding the under the axis yeah. of the of the leaf. Yeah. But uh, I, I I sneaked around uh, behind Peterson's and. Uh, Took those leaves off. It took me about an hour to take all those leaves off, so I could see the fruit. So, uh, but that—that's not uh, what you'll see in your garden. You'll see leaves covering that fruit, which picture. is good, which is important in our sun. Yeah, on the, especially in the spring. So, talk about the uh, the proceeds today benefit the uh, Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardening Program. You want to talk about where that money goes? Poor Dave, that chili, yeah, Char- that chili really got uh, you. Charles and the is, and Milbury is very very supportive, and we're uh, not only the children's vegetable garden program at the botanical garden, but um, with the is it today and tomorrow? Just today, today, today the rodeo tomato sales, right? So that's very nice, and uh, we just uh, put it uh, uh, for one of the projects, and they got a ton of beautiful rodeo tomatoes here. Oh, yeah, they're really um, good, good. So if you can't make it to a rodeo, come over to Millbird's Landscape Nursery, and uh, uh, we'll just use it for one of our uh, projects that we do throughout mm-hmm. the, the county. Uh, we have teachers training. Um, FYI, if you're a youth educator, you don't have to be a teacher, but if you're helping with a community garden, uh, 4-H leader, a youth garden coordinator, 
uh, on the Bear County Extension Service website on March 2nd. We're doing our uh, uh, youth gardens training. So uh, we'd like all those folks to uh, look at, register, and try to attend that because we we, get, we try to get all these uh, leaders trained and on the right page to kind of get these kids involved with the with the gardening experience there. That's what, March? March is Saturday, March the 2nd. March 2nd. Gosh, a lot of action March 2nd. Yeah, to <laughs> Texas Independence Day. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> March the 2nd? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Gardening yeah. volunteers, I mean, it's the... Uh, the event Floresville, and then I'm getting, going on, I'm, right? I'm giving a program, yeah. But you know, after a while, Calvin, there's always something. You just keep this schedule to keep going because there's always something going on. You know. um, somebody was it? Somebody asking us about when um, the extension service was going to do a thing on uh, chickens and raising chickens and all the. Or did somebody have a question about their neighborhood? We had a, or something. We did, did a. I think last year we did a a poultry. Backyard poultry yeah. class. I can check into it. Molly Keck, our entomologist. Does she do them? She does a lot of uh, poultry, and she brings fresh eggs. Her girls are uh, uh, fundraising by uh, selling the eggs. To the oh, that's good. And they're uh, trying to buy a uh, nice cell phone. So they're working on that. They're trying to raise money okay. for the girls. So that's kind of a cool project. But uh, the thing on that, too, is... Um, She's very knowledgeable, but we bring in a group out of Hayes County, the uh, 4-H Fancy Feathers Club. Yeah. 4-H Fancy Feathers Club, and they're the um, premier 4-H statewide club, and and the kids do the presentation. We have a, oh, uh, cool. one of the girls, her, her name is Nicole Dietz, and she's, what, 13, 14 now? And you, when she do, does a talk, you think she's a graduate student. She's very well-versed, <laughs> very, very oh. well-versed. And so we let the kids do it. And then all the 4-H club, every child that's in that club has to do a part of the two-hour talk. So we'll, we'll look at scheduling. Yeah, we'll, t- we'll look t- at t- scheduling. We had a lot of fun. We've been doing it, what, three years now? Yeah, just shoot, shoot me an email. David, thank yeah. you so much yeah. for coming by. Okay, now. guys, have a great day. we got to get you caught up with the news. In the meantime, call us at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We'll take you out to the news with the Texas Weather Band on 930 AM, The Answer. Watch the sunrise on a tropic eye. Just remember, darling, all the while you belong to me. See the mark. Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is 930 AM. The answer service of Salem Media Group. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. This is 930 AM. The answer. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump says he has issued a national emergency declaration because there's an invasion at the southern border. It's very simple. We want to stop drugs from coming into our country. We want to stop criminals and gangs from coming into our country. Nobody's done the job that we've ever done. I mean, nobody's done the job that we've done on the border. Meanwhile, Congressman Debbie Wasserman Schultz of Florida says Democrats will fight to prevent the president from diverting those funds. We're going to use every tool at our disposal to fight him on this unconstitutional power grab that really will badly damage our military readiness. Five Democratic senators all vying for their party's nomination to challenge the president in 2020 are 
fanning out across the country today to campaign and meet voters. Meanwhile, the president started to give a hint about what his 2020 campaign theme is going to be, as White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. At a political rally in El Paso, Texas this week, the president provided a glimpse of how he'll campaign against Democrats in the 2020 election. He claimed they have never been more outside of the mainstream. They're becoming the party of socialism, late-term abortion, open borders, and crime. And the president won big cheers from supporters when he proclaimed that America will never be a socialist country, a phrase we're likely to hear often over the next 20 months. Greg Clugston, the White House. Vice President Mike Pence today speaking at a NATO gathering in Munich says it's time for other European allies to come alongside the U.S. when it comes to dealing with Iran's nuclear program. Time has come for our European partners to stop undermining U.S. sanctions against this murderous revolutionary regime. The time has come for our European partners to stand with us and with the Iranian people, our allies and friends in the region. Vice President Mike Pence today attending a NATO conference in Munich. More on these stories at townhall.com. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. On 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. In just a few minutes, we hope to talk to somebody from the Orchid Society. They're going to come on and talk a little bit about the upcoming uh, 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 show that the Orchid Society is going to have. Plus, they'll just talk to us a little bit about orchids and uh, some of the uh, the myths out there, their their successes too. So we'll we'll get you excited about orchids as well. So uh, that's just coming up in a few minutes. In the meantime, let me remind you: you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, and we are live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. We're alive. We are. We're live. Every Saturday and Sunday, we're live. Eating chili and petting the pig, uh, petting the uh, Pet, goat. Petting the goats. Yeah. Petting the goat. Yeah, Where is the petting zoo? It's right over there. Right where, right the, where the right flag, see the uh, blue and uh Yeah, see all flags? the kids over there? Uh-huh. Those, I tell you what, those goats are pigs. <laughs> oh, they eat stuff? Yeah, they're, they uh, they have food. You can feed them. Oh. And uh, that's that's... It, it, it's it, kind it. of fun to watch because the kids will feed them tentatively and the goats will come <laughs> and, and take the food and the kids will stop. But the goats don't know they've stopped. So the goats <laughs> are like sticking their head through the fence and, uh, uh, and kind of... Is the food in... Uh, look like popcorn bags? Oh, I don't think so. Maybe. I didn't see it. I just saw the... Well, what is the food in? No, it's just little pellets. It's in a bucket. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I saw... I saw a youngster coming out with a he she was actually eating the food or oh whatever, no whatever with the goats in, oh yeah dear. whatever <laughs> was in the popcorn bag uh oh <laughs> maybe it was popcorn I hope so <laughs> <laughs> well it's good good for the goats good for the yeah kid the kid, uh, the kid uh, literally the yeah, kids yeah. yeah there you go alright 210 210-308-8867 210-308 8867. Jerry mentioned that he saw someone walking out with uh, uh, a basket full of blue bonnets. Uh, so he's a little uh, wagon. Okay. The, whole, the whole wagon full of blue bonnets, which they have on sale here. And uh, they're the blues. And then there's still the marine, maroon uh, 
poppies. Right, right. They got some maroon poppies out there. I uh, speaking of maroon, I, t- I had a ch- opportunity to talk to the uh, uh, Aggie Aggie uh, women, Women's Club, Aggie Women's Club, uh, yesterday here in San Antonio. Or? Yeah, it's that. And uh, we had a nice meeting with them, and I gave uh, each one of them a poppy, two poppies. Oh, good. To to plant and uh, enjoy and watch. And uh, so uh, they're going to get a kick out of that. One thing I didn't tell them, and uh, this goes for the poppies over here, uh, if they dry out... Uh, and the, those are dried out. The ones that I gave to the to the ladies yesterday. Uh, be sure to uh, uh, soak that soak that uh, transplant in a, in a pail or or on uh, the root system. You soak the root system because once that uh, sphagnum dry, dries out, it's uh, it's hard to just wet in the soil. So uh, that's probably a good idea with most transplants. Yeah, it kind of seals, seals up. Yeah, it gives them a start, a head start on the water. If it's uh, if it's moist, the pea pot is great. If it's uh, dried up, it can can kind of limit that root system development. Yeah. Well, uh, these poppies are in four and a half. A lot of them in four are and a half. And they dried out. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wow. And so. Uh, uh, I forgot to mention. I was so excited about giving the talk. I was so uh, I forgot to mention to soak those in uh, in water. Let them let them uh, get real wet before you plant them in the ground. Now a few of my blue bonnets uh, have uh, had trouble with uh, a poor drain. I guess poor drainage in my one end of my. Raised bed garden because of, right. yeah they're kind of declining, but it's a strange thing. It's the, the upper part. I can't quite figure out why. Why the two at the top it might just be a coincidence. Too. Yeah, but uh, a certain percentage of blue bonnets will turn yellow, and uh, no matter what you do, and uh, and uh, be yellow. It doesn't die. Yeah, if they if they show some kind of uh, performance problems. Your natural inclination is to water them, or don't right. don't necessarily water them. Right. Check and make sure that the soil is dry before you give them more water, because with them that can be the kiss of death. But see, we don't see those problems in the wild because the 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 weak ones naturally die out, and we don't see them uh, when when it starts blooming. So, uh, but when when we individualize the seed and individualize the plants you see all their weaknesses um, and so a lot of times uh, you can't can't make them green or make them grow again uh, I, I was noticing the other day in some that we had seeded that um, they came up with that uh, came up with a, a plant but the center was dead. The center had died out. Huh. Uh, it's just a just a mutant plant, I guess. And they will li- keep living, but they won't bloom. 
And so I, I just chop those out when I see them. Savage. No, no. And keep the good ones. Keep the good ones. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What do you think the main question that yesterday was? And it was blue bonnets, and it was uh, women Aggies. But, uh, I, mean, I, took, I took general questions from the oil, uh-huh. too. Um, weeds. Weeds. Weeds, weeds. weeds everywhere. <laughs> and Calvin's article is very appropriate uh, to come out in today's paper. Uh, rid this winter's bumper crop in preparation for spring. And uh, we, uh, the, we've had several weed questions come up here to the to the show with uh, one one guy had. Did you notice how many much rescue grass he had in those? Yeah, it, it wasn't one or two sprigs. It was a it was a gallon bag <laughs> full of rescue grass. Yeah. <laughs> he would go nuts if he saw my yard. Uh, I mean, it's just, yeah. My it's it's like, like it's on purpose sod everywhere. Mm. <laughs> but he would, he would just didn't want it to get started. And Kevin was, uh, gave him a gave him a tip about next year. He sounded like he takes care of his yard real good. So next year he'll try yeah. to remember to put out pre-emergence in uh, August. Did yeah, in August. In that situation, it seems like that, that pre-emergent would be just. Perfect for him in that limited, yeah. and it's spread by seed from his neighbor's yard, probably. And uh, his neighbor, his neighbors give maybe they give some good advice sometimes, but they get a lot of bad advice. Have you noticed that? Oh yeah. Uh, the the neighbor said not to mow it. Uh, I forget what is it. Oh, because oh, the it little spread, pieces it would spread the yeah. seed, spread the plant. Well, you know what he's thinking of. Uh, Bermudagrass. Oh. Or, Bermuda, or purslane, too. Yeah. yeah, Bermuda grass. Even Bermuda grass, though, mowing usually. But if you if you pull some up and leave it. Yeah, put it in. That'll, re, that'll re-root. Especially if you put it in your garden. Yeah. You know, and, and start watering it and uh, whatever. But uh, I just told him to mow it. I did mention weed free. I don't think I mentioned weed-free zone. You know, probably, probably couldn't think of it. Yeah, somebody yeah. asked about it though. I thought I thought you brought it up. You brought. I'm about yeah. yesterday. In my oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant. Were you there? Uh, no, I was not. Uh. I thought you were still talking about that guy. <laughs> did I mention it to that guy? Did yeah, I think you weed did. Weed-free zone. Well, you did. mentioned that it was not not the first choice for rescue grass. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't even. Would it kill rescue grass? Or yeah, it does kill it. It does, does kill it. Does it? Yeah. It, remember, we had somebody that said it killed it over a long period of time, and that was when the weather was real cool. I've used it. Uh, it yeah, it'll, it'll kill it. It depends on the It's real weather dependent. But, yeah, yeah you're right. It's not the first choice. But anyway, uh, just mow it. Uh, now, you'll have to mow it. It'll come right back. I mean, it's because uh, it's trying to produce those seed heads before before the weather gets too hot, which will kill it. I mean, it'll disappear. And your St. Augustine, that's that's what the guy that walked up here had, uh, would take over when the soil temperature is warm. And I told him not to use weed and feed, 
because they're basically feeding the the weeds, which will make them grow even faster. I don't think many, most weed, weed and feeds don't, aren't uh, post-emergent, are they? Uh, they're, they're, they claim pre-emergence, I think. Yeah, and I, th- I think there's some that have a little joint action, I think. Oh, okay. I never came to quite... the Post-emergence is a post-emergence to the weed. In other words, the weed's already sprouting. So I, the, I'm sorry? Lavender? No, we don't have lavender. I don't think we have lavender right now, but it'll come back a little later. I'll come in the summer. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. I got bad news for Calvin. Oh, no. We're talking about the grasses. Uh, let me see here. Where was it? Neil Neil Perry said that. Uh, oh yeah, he he says each spring hope <coughs> brings hope to our lawn, but by August it looks terrible. I think it has some kind of fungus. Mm. We have three huge oaks that extend <laughs> over much of the area and covered with tons of leaves and tassels. Talk about Neil Spears calling oh, yeah. this week, today. I I uh, a storm took out all many limbs ago, and uh, we uh, have more sunlight than before. But the problem still persists. I am applying cornmeal with uh, organic compost hep two. And Neil goes at the end to, uh, end of what they're doing it, uh, what, what's probably, or his problem is that, uh, the trees, he says, uh, try, also try a label turf fungicide this spring and midsummer. Cornmeal and organic compost aren't going to help. Can you believe that Neil put that in the paper? <laughs> That's blasphemous. Have, well, aren't going to help in that particular issue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, the only time that cornmeal uh, worked as a pre-merger. It's really good. In it's the, when it first Lu- comes Lu- up. Lubies make some really good cornmeal. Well, you cut it. <laughs> cornmeal. There's that attitude. Yeah. Cornbread, yeah. Mocking I, I, try, I try to clean them up, but uh, here Neil is putting it in the paper. One would almost begin to believe that it's true. <laughs> that cornmeal and organic compost aren't going to help hmm. uh, with, your, with your weed problem, uh, with your disease problem. So, uh, uh, Neil, Neil knows quite a bit of I know. horticulture. All right, 210-308-8867. We've got our guest on the line. Susan Coyne is with us with the uh, Orchid Society, Alamo Orchid Society. Is that right? I think so, yes. Yeah, yeah here in San Antonio. San Antonio Orchid. Yeah, that's the right. San Antonio one. And we're going to talk about an upcoming show, but we're just going to visit with her for a few minutes and, and talk about orchids. Hi there, Susan. How you doing? Yep, Susan, are you there? I don't hear Susan. Hey. There she is. Hi, can Susan. You, can you hear? We got, Hi. Good. How are you doing? 
Good afternoon. Hello, gentlemen. Thank you for giving me time to talk about our show on your show. Yeah. Well, let's let's start off with that. First off, I, I think I, I butchered the name. Um, so it's tell us it's the name again like, of the. Huh? My name is my last name is Coin like Toss the Coin. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> One more time, Susan. You're, you're breaking. Yeah. My last name is Coin like Toss the Coin. Oh no no no! I meant the name of the the group. What is it's the Alamo <laughs> Orchid? Oh, it's, it's called the Alamo Orchid Society in San Antonio. Okay. And when is the show? Okay. The show is March 22nd through Sunday, March 24th. It's free admission, and of course, donations are accepted. Um, we have a lot of beautiful orchids. And our show is officially sanctioned by the American Orchid Society, so we will have judging, which is a big deal, and ribbon judging on both orchids and displays. We have a lot of vendors, um, eight vendors, selling mostly orchids, and some specialties like carnivorous plants and exotic succulents. And this is a... Yeah, and... We're going to have raffles throughout the show for free orchids and other prizes. And if you have an orchid that's not doing well and you want to bring it in and have us look at it, we'll have we'll be happy to consult with you and look at your orchid and try to determine the problem and give you ways to make it healthy again. Very cool. And then... The, the website that people can kind of go to after hearing this, where should they go? Our, our website is SanAntonioAlamoOrchidSociety.com. It's long, but again, SanAntonioAlamoOrchidSociety.com. And there we have go. a Facebook page, too, which is oh, San Antonio Alamo Orchid Society. All right, so uh, we're going to visit with uh, Susan or someone from uh, the Orchid Society as it gets closer to the event, but I wanted to have her on a little bit. Uh, talk about your experience with orchids. How did, how did you get involved in all this? Well, um, I went to a local nursery. This was years ago, probably almost 30 years ago, and they had a table where their orchids had stopped blooming, and so they marked them down on the table. And um, so one of the guys that worked there, because I used to go there a lot, he said, you should take some of these home and grow them. And so the first one I ever had was the Psychopetalum, and it smelled so good. And that was my first orchid. And then um, I discovered the Orchid Society where I lived, which was in uh, San Diego at the time. And I started going to their meetings and learning more about orchids and here I am now. Um, I don't consider myself an expert, but um, I know a lot, but not everything. And I can tell you that they're not as hard to grow as some people think. I was going to ask, yeah, I'm glad you... Go ahead. No, 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 I'm just glad you... you, uh, you talked about that because I do think a lot of people shy away from them because they imagine they'll be difficult. Well, I think um, there's some mistakes that are 
common to most people, and that is they overwater them. And orchids generally, depending on the orchid, but in general, they like a shower, not a bath. So they don't like their roots to remain in water, but they like the water to pass over the, the roots and then drain out. So I thought you were talking about orchids. Mistake. We are. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about baths <laughs> and showers. Yeah. <laughs> when you jump into the middle, Calvin, yeah, you, you, you don't know what you're going to get. Um, yeah. Now, uh, so are you are you competing? Well, uh, probably not. I mean, cause it, uh, it depends on if I have any orchids that are blooming at the time of the show. I think it's hard to know whether your plant is going to bloom perfect timing for the show. So if I have something that's nice, then I'll bring it in. And um, so I just have to see how it goes with the timing. Everybody's okay. in the same boat on that. How many members do you have in your club? We have around 50 members. Oh, okay. And, yeah, it's not a huge club, but um, it's a pretty active club. And I wanted to say that if there's anybody listening that wants to come to any of our meetings, our meetings are always held at the Garden Center at 3310 North New Brothels. And um, we meet on the first Wednesday of the month at 7 p.m. And our next meeting is March 6th. And the topic, we always have a, a speaker. And our topic this time is uh, miniature orchids. And the speaker is from um, Florida area. Hmm. And he's going to talk about miniature and micro orchids, which a lot of people love. Yeah, we've seen some. Seen yeah, we had some miniatures back here. And I, yeah. I guess they were classified as miniature there were a little bit of orchids yeah. blooms it's just amazing how <laughs> complex and how much diversity in the orchid growing and get uh, people looking for something different uh, that that's a por- portion of horticulture that can it's kind of fascinating yeah what what is the most frag- fragrant uh, orchid that we can grow easily oh. Well, you know, fragrance is real individual. Um, so what I might like, you might not like, etc. But um, a lot of the species, Cattleyas, have beautiful fragrance. And I guess my favorite is Cattleya Walkeriana. And they come in all different colors. It's a small to medium-sized Cattleya, but it loves to grow all over the place. Cattleya, you know that. Right. Catlea, Catlea, yeah. So it comes in pink and white and um, blue tinge. As a species, the way they grow in nature, and those are very fragrant. Yeah. Do you have a greenhouse, or do you just have a sunny window that you grow yours in? Well, I now have a greenhouse. My first. All right. um, Yeah, and I would say to anyone. Uh, if they're considering a greenhouse, go way bigger than you think you're going to need. Go as big <laughs> as you can afford, as big as your space will allow. Because once you get started, it's like, geez, I wish I had more room. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true yeah. with everybody. Yeah. So mine is what, 11 what, what, by 24, and I wish it was bigger. 
Yeah, what is the main what is the main problem that uh, people have with uh, not getting orchids to rebloom? Uh oh, I would say light. There you uh, go. You gotta have a lot of light, and again, that depends on the type of orchid. But for example, bandits need a lot of light. Put those at the top of your greenhouse. Um, and cattleyas also need a lot of light. Um, I have bulbophyllums that actually like more light than I thought they would. Um, so I'd say the, the, the number one way to get your plant to rebloom is light. Okay. Making sure you have enough light. If yeah. you're growing phalaenopsis, if you're, you can grow phalaenopsis in, in the house. And I think the way to get those to rebloom is every October, give them a good chill outside for about a month, and then bring them back in the house, and they should start um, re-spiking in January. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So did we talk about, uh, is there an entrance uh, admission fee? Yeah. So (laughs) Susan will... yeah. Before we it's before we free. recap about the um, the uh, show, any other questions you guys have? I I can't think of any. Okay. Okay. Uh, now I would just uh, remind everybody that, and Susan brought it to my attention that the uh, the Alamo Orchid Society has a long history, and uh, I remember with that was about uh, nearly ten years ago we were involved with them before. Mm-hmm. And one show, and uh, we just haven't been as actively involved with them as we had in the past. So, yeah, it's a fascinating type of horticulture and a lot of interest to people. So many people now are growing orchids compared to what they used to be. Oh, especially Phalaenopsis. Yeah. We used to imagine that there was uh, you needed a secret laboratory and uh, no. uh, a fur bar. Yeah. <laughs> so... No. So that, uh, so you say you got fifth. Well, go ahead. I was going to say, as a note of interest, when you bring up the history, I just got the history um, a few days ago, and our club is one of the original um, American Orchid Society clubs in the whole country, and we were started in February of 1955 with only 26 people, and they met at Grimm's Nursery. Or Grimes. Huh? I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Yeah, that's right, that's Grimes. It. Yeah. Wow. On Fredericksburg, yeah. I guess. 1955. Yeah. Wow. That was, that was even before we were born, isn't it? Yes. Close. Close. That's your story, and you're sticking to it. Well, very cool. All right. Well, tell us one more time about the upcoming event, uh, March 22nd and through the 24th. Is that right? Yes, March. And you can get more details on our website or our Facebook page. But it's, it's Friday, March 22nd through Sunday, March 24th. It's free admission. We'll have all kinds of orchid vendors there selling orchids that you will not find in big box stores. There'll be... Um, unusual orchids. There'll be common orchids as well, but there'll be a lot of unusual orchids. So if you're a hobbyist and you want to find something different that you can't find anyplace else, this will be the time to go. And um, what else? 
Uh, yes. Oh, and they uh, and there'll Monday, be folks there to folks there to answer you, any question you may have. Yes. Yes. Okay. We'll have people that we can help diagnose your sick orchid if you want to bring it in, have us look at it, and. Um, and then there'll be the competition. There'll be some kind of sh- competition show. Yeah. Well, it, uh, it is an official um, American Orchid Society sanctioned show, which we had to register the show. So um, there'll be official judges there that will be judging plants, which is not an easy thing. Um, but if you have a plant that you think is really um, incredible, bring it in and. Um, Sign it up on Friday to be in the judging. The judging isn't until Friday night at 6 o'clock. So you have all day Friday to bring it in. Um, oh, there's going to be raffles during the day. Did I say that? Mm-hmm. Free yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and on Sunday, if you are a member of another plant society, let's say a rose society or, I don't know, daylily society or whatever... If you're a member or a succulent society, you can um, come into our show on Sunday, and we're giving out free coffee and donuts to try to promote little, more people to come in Sunday. Um, because sometimes Sundays can be a little slower than Friday and Saturday, so we want people to come in on Sundays too. And this is kind of an enticement to come in, get your free coffee and donuts. Very cool. Okay. Susan, one more time. The website is? The website is SanAntonioAlamoOrchidSociety.com. Cool. Great job. We'll visit with you again as we get a little closer. Thank you, guys. Thank you for Thanks. letting me talk about our show. Sure. It was fun. Thanks, we'll, Susan. We'll talk to you later. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. All right. 210-308-8867. If you didn't get that web address, you just call Al back at the station and he'll get it for you. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. You are listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. It's 9.30 a.m. The Answer. and Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. We've got another great gardening class coming up next Saturday at Millburgers. If you've always wanted to share your love of gardening with the children in your life, well, this is a great class to bring them to. It's Millburgers Monthly Children's Gardening Class, and this one's perfect. It's the Spring Vegetable Gardening for Kids class. It's Saturday, February 23rd, next Saturday from 10 to 11, and it's absolutely free. Your children will have fun learning the basics of vegetable gardening. The class will include little hands-on planting and seeding tips as well as craft activities. So come on out if you've got a kid from the age of 5 to 10 years old. It's perfect for them and perfect for you to share that time with them as well. All we ask is that you make a reservation. Again, there is no cost, but because we need to know how much supplies to have so everybody has something, call the nursery at 210-497-3760 to make your reservation for next week's Children's Gardening Class at Millburgers. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media 
Now here's syndicated columnist Gal Thomas. The scenario is as predictable as it is familiar. Members of Congress come up with a last-minute bill of more than 1,000 pages, which few, if any, have time to read before they vote on it. Unless President Trump turns thumbs down on the measure, which gives some money for his southern border wall, the voting by the House and Senate will be completed by tonight, avoiding another government shutdown. You can bet that lots of goodies have been slipped into the bill, as they always are, and the debt, which has now exceeded $22 trillion in counting, will continue to rise. That's because government can't restrain itself, and too many people continue to feed at its trough. The interest on the debt alone is $364 billion, and the debt is projected to rise at a $1 trillion annual rate as more people retire and there aren't enough young people to pay taxes. Just one more argument against abortion, by the way. No country can long sustain itself with this kind of debt. Payday someday is not a policy. It is complete and utter folly. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Hello, my name is Mark Colon. I'm inviting you to come down to CarFest, carfestsa.org. It's going to be at the Freeman Expo Hall, April 5th through the 7th. We're looking forward to having everybody out there come see us and win a car. We're giving a car away every two hours on Saturday and Sunday. Come see us Friday night for our soft opening for Friday Night Lights. We'd love to have you out there, April 5th through the 7th. Please come see us. Look it up, carfestsa.org. Come on down. I had no one to return to as I wandered through the night from the first time that I saw you standing silent by the shore. Set up the song. You can. We've got the person who's singing that right in front of us. Deborah Kay is here. So who is that? Who's that? Brian? Called "Going, Going, Gone," and it was written by a 
great artist by the name of Pat Alger. So how long have you been singing? Since I was uh, a young girl. Cool. First grade, I guess. Yeah, and you all do uh, a number of stuff when we have you here, which always amazes me. So you'll do uh, classic country. Right. Uh, Western swing. Mm-hmm. Americana. Uh, all kinds of to great stuff. What's your favorite? Um, of course, country western is what I grew up on, but uh, I sure do like the old pop stuff too, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, we so you're not singing now because you had a gardening question. I do um, about my plumerias. I've um, I know that a couple of things about them, but to get them to bloom is my biggest uh, challenge oh, in the summer. I think she's the first one to ask that. About <laughs> is it? <laughs> how to get a plumeria to bloom? Well, I had them before, and they bloomed. I, I guess somebody gave them to me, and they were blooming beautifully. I took pictures of them, and I lost that particular one, but. Now I've got uh, another one, and um, I don't even know what color they are, so I was anxious to see how to get that to happen. I would say light would help. Direct light. Have have them in the... Oh, they're in the house. They're in direct sun outside. Oh, okay. Are they outside now? Yeah, but they're underneath my patio, and um, I know that we haven't had a freeze. Um, I haven't been watering them, and I've taken all the leaves off of them, but I I don't know if that's good enough. Well, some folks even pull the sticks out, and they still get them to, to bloom some years, but other, it's a it is, it's a common problem to, to have them have not bloom. I remember our... Master Gardener Warren Short was a master at it, and uh, that kind of question we would just refer to him. Oh, okay. I and think he, he, I think he uh, advocated uh, fertilizers, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, Did it, you yeah. know that same uh, hibiscus fertilizer uh-huh. that oh. they tested. I might try that this year then. Yeah, yeah. try try uh, fertilizing it and uh, keeping it in the, in the sun. And not watering too much, I understand. Is well, that, yeah, you don't want to rot it. If it's well, if it's well drained. You can't hardly water it too much. That's oh. a that's a issue. And he was also um, careful about timing. He didn't he didn't have it out in the cold, and he mm. he, he kind of had a deadline, and he would put it out on those as soon as it got warm enough, and. And he, he certainly was a successful person at getting at the bloom. I sure think they're beautiful. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. So they smell good, too. Oh, I know I couldn't believe that. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't believe how good they smell. Oh, yeah. Well, I hope I'm going to yeah. make them bloom this year. I hope, I hope you so. will. <laughs> have, we got, uh, have you got uh, articles on the plantanswers.com? On Plumeria? Plumeria. We do have. Could be. We, had, we did uh, a few years ago. I don't know. If they're still in our uh, archives. Or yeah. Go on to uh, plantanswers.com. Oh, okay. That's the website. That's what we do. Plant Answers. Plant Answers. Dot okay. Com. Dot com. I'll do it. And uh, do a search. The first search engine to your left as you come on the, on the page, uh, just type in uh, Plumeria Bloom. All righty. I'll do it. And maybe, we'll, maybe you'll find them. Probably. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for your music. Thanks for your music. Oh, yeah. thank you. You're welcome. Is there a way to follow the band? Is there a uh, website? Yeah, Paul, Paul Cash, Paul Cash um, 
I, I'll have to get his card but, okay. um, and bring it up here to you guys, and y'all can get that website, okay? Cool. All Thanks, right. Deborah. Thanks for having you me. You betcha. Thank Bye. you. All right, we're going to take another quick break so we can catch up, and uh, we'll come back in a moment. We'll uh, take your calls, or we'll talk to the folks at Nature's Creation about what's going on with them, too. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., this is The Answer. I was dancing with my darling It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. We've got another great gardening class coming up next Saturday at Millburgers. If you've always wanted to share your love of gardening with the children in your life, well, this is a great class to bring them to. It's Millburgers Monthly Children's Gardening Class, and this one's perfect. It's the Spring Vegetable Gardening for Kids class. It's Saturday, February 23rd, next Saturday from 10 to 11, and it's absolutely free. Your children will have fun learning the basics. Basics of vegetable gardening. The class will include little hands-on planting and seeding tips, as well as craft activities. So come on out if you've got a kid from the age of five to ten years old. It's perfect for them and perfect for you to share that time with them as well. All we ask is that you make a reservation. Again, there is no cost, but because we need to know how much supplies to have so everybody has something, call the nursery at 210-497-3760 to make your reservation for next week's children's gardening class at Millburgers. If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all, from water heaters and softeners to stopped-up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award seven years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790. That's 210-698-9790. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Don't worry about me. 
it's all over now. Though I may be blue. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. That's what the roaches and the ants are going to be saying once you call Spider-Man. Don't worry about me. It's all it's all over now. If you've got the problems with insects or scorpions or termites and you've got rats or mice, Spider-Man Pest Control can help you out. They've been doing it since 1976, and they do a great job, and they'll work with you as well and to, to make sure that you get a, a treatment that's, uh, that's going to be effective and that kind of meets your needs. Uh, so uh, give them a call and learn more about uh, all the stuff. As it gets warmer, you may want to learn about the Into Care Mosquito Trapping System that we use here at Millburgers. Uh, but uh, they've got specials on the website, so learn all about them. It's Spider-Man Pest Control. Warren Remy has been doing a great job since 1976. They have been your web of protection. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. And go SpiderManPest.com. Well, we've been having a great time here at the nursery today. One of the things that people have been enjoying is the chili, but the uh, chili has... Uh, been provided by nature's creation, but the chili has run out. Is that right? The pot went dry. The pot went dry. Well, grab that mic and tell us a little bit. Introduce yourself and nature's creation and tell folks, uh, no. yep, you just talk in it, you'll be kind. You're fine. Nature's creation line at Millburgers Carriers of Ours. It's uh, got insecticides, weed killers, fertilizers. Uh, it's a totally organic line, uh, environmentally friendly. And the new thing we have is a new potting soil compost and a uh, potty, uh, mulch uh, that just hit the stores the last two or three weeks. All right. Now, do we have it here? It, uh, Millburger has lots in stock. Oh, good. Okay. Truckloads. What's it called? Nature's Creation Potting Soil, Nature's Creation uh, Trend Shrub Mulch, and Nature's Creation Organic Compost. So what kind of questions? Uh, I know you guys take questions, and like here people could ask stuff. What kind of problems are you noticing people are talking about? Uh, right now, the timing is for the insects. Uh, we, uh, Millburger stocks our nematodes, and which nematodes eat the larvae of insects. The timing right now, the weather is perfect to be applying nematodes. It controls grubs, fire ants. Uh, any insect that lays their eggs in the soil, it will control those eggs. Over 200 insects. Oh, wow. And do you, is there a timing thing on them? I'm trying to remember if I'm thinking of the right thing, like a temperature? Moisture. You want to oh, is it moisture? Oh. Well, it's cool and moist, just like an earthworm. they got oh, to okay. have the moisture and they got to have the larva in the soil to eat, to stay. But uh, you don't want to put it out in the sunshine and definitely below about 80 oh, okay. degrees. Okay. Uh, the main thing, late in the evening where they can get in the soil overnight and water them in. All right. And then do do a little bragging on the the new stuff too on the uh, the potting soil and the uh, compost. Well, it's uh, all organic, uh, right. and it's uh, the quality products. All three have mycorrhizal fungi added, which is great for the the roots of the plants to help the, be more healthy. And uh, like the mulch, it has has uh, molasses added, it has green sand, it has. Uh, uh, cornmeal fungicide. It has several things. It's not just a mulch. It also has some compost added. So it's a it's a it's a very good quality mulch. Cool. 
Um, and Bill Burgers has it. How long has Nature's Creation been doing all this stuff? Nature's Creation is a fairly new company. It's about three years old now, and the line is still growing with us. I mean, obviously, the new three items that we have this year just hit the market. Yeah. And I know that uh, it's, it's well received. I know when we were talking about it a couple of years ago on the air, we'd have people come by and they would tell us how much they like the products. And I remember too, if, uh, if, uh, real clear, easy to understand, easy to know how to use it from the uh, the labeling and all that. That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you, sir. Thanks for coming out and being a part of the day. It's a local San Antonio company. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yep. So. Support local. That's right. And uh, get that nature's creation. Well, thank you for the chili and collecting the donations for the foods. You're welcome. Enjoy helping out. Thanks, ma'am. Thank you. All right. Oh, did you introduce yourself? So I'm Don Stout with yeah. Adams Wholesale. Yeah, thank you. And we service Millburgers as a customer of ours that buys our products. They carry yeah. almost everything we make. Very cool. Thanks, sir. All right. Thanks, Don. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867 guys we got about 10 minutes left what else do we want to cover you want to cover this again just to yeah sure? we'll uh, a couple of things uh, on monday the 18th the gardening volunteers of south texas will offer their gardening essentials class this time it's a little different it's going to be uh, at noon as usual on monday the 18th but it'll be at rainbow gardens nursery on Bandera, I'll be talking about oak wilt. So if you got any uh, questions or uh, curiosity or fear of oak wilt, uh, stop by and uh, uh, I'll try to answer any question you may have. There'll also be uh, Rob will be uh, Rob uh, gardening volunteer, master gardener will be talking about uh, p- pruning the uh, plants that need pruning at this time of year, and that's one of the major issues that everybody's talking about. And so that's at Rainbow Gardens on Bandera Road, noon on Monday. Another program, this uh, one sponsored by, co-sponsored by Millburgers, is on March 2nd. Uh, it's on the uh, uh, vegetable growing and tomatoes, and also we're going to cover oak wilt. And this will be over in the medical center area on uh, 6800 Dorothy Louise Drive. Everybody that attends, it's a free program. Everybody that attends is going to get a free rodeo tomato too, and that'll be one. Oh, of the, cool! That'll be one of the main uh, topics of conversation. So that'll be on the Saturday, July second, from 9:30 to 11. It'll cover both uh, tomatoes and uh, other vegetables, and then oak wilt. And so everybody's welcome. 6800 Dorothy Louise Drive. Dorothy Louise Drive is uh, just uh, west on uh, Babcock from 410, right there in the medical center area. You said March 2nd? Yeah. That's March 2nd. Yeah. What did I say? Texas Independence Day. Okay. Okay. Just tell okay. I have a tendency sometimes to say May 2nd. I didn't say no. May 2nd. Did I? <laughs> no. Uh, on that, uh, there's... That program is mentioned in the newspaper today. Yeah, too. it's on the uh, bottom of the newspaper. It's got a, if you want more information, it's got a number, telephone number, 210-382-4455. It does. You know, another thing that they've, uh, uh, Charles has mentioned that we should uh, talk about a little bit is the uh, the. Oh, South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show. That'll be on 
March 2nd, too. Okay. That's down there on Saturday. We're not going to be doing the radio show there this year after all these years we have. But uh, it'll be a good program. They've got a number of classes. You can go to the uh, uh, the Wilson County News website to see all the programs. There are free plants for uh, folks that attend. The, the attendance is free. Um, they've got uh, exhibits and uh, all those classes. The classes this this year are uh, emphasizing uh, uh, food production, herbs, herbs and flavoring. And oh. there, there'll be a huge uh, plant sale there too. The uh, uh, Guadalupe Master Gardeners are sponsoring the plant sale. They always oh, have good. a good show. So that's Saturday, March second, all day. At the Civic Center in Floresville, free parking, lots of parking. Yeah. All right, again, 210-308-8867. Things are going to go on here till uh, 3 o'clock. Uh, I believe, uh, as we talked to Trace last year, if you come afterwards uh, today up there closing at, at 5, but you uh, can uh, uh, get the uh, still get the Rodeo Tomato and still have those uh, proceeds benefit the um, Bear County Youth Gar- Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardens program too, with the rodeo tomato. They'll have the pet animals here out here. I think everything is till three. So yeah, so if you didn't get to the pony ride or the uh, petting zoo, it's still time uh, to come on out. There is no more chili though, I'm afraid. <laughs> and face painting is that? No, well the face painting, not today. That so. didn't come today. No. But uh, bring, it's great, uh, great place to bring the little ones to get them to pet goats and yeah, uh, the kids are loving it. Oh yeah, that's like I said when I was watching people drive in in the back lot. Uh, almost every one of them had uh, two or three kids, uh, little ones, uh, getting out to come to pet the pet the animal. And you said they can feed the animals mm-hmm. too. Huh? They have they have feed. Yep, and that's what the kids are enjoying. And the goats have learned the angles. Huh? The goats are playing every angle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they never get enough food, so don't don't yeah. worry about the goats yeah. not being hungry when you get here. No, yeah, <laughs> goats goats are universally. Uh, my I know my father had, uh, and my grandfather always had these stories on the goats. They raised goats. You'd swear that they hated. You know, they've got all these lists of the things that the goats destroyed. And, oh, yeah. And they had this problem with the goats, and they tried this and this and this. Of course, no, nothing everywhere. And then, <laughs> and then every once in a while you'd say, well, why, why did you keep having those goats? And they'd look at you like, how could you live without goats? <laughs> <laughs> they were so entertaining, you know. I see. Some people can drink goat milk, but they can't drink cow milk. Yeah. Cow. I think there's a goat dairy over in New Braunfels. At least it used to be. I think so. Yeah, I don't know where it is. I'd like to go. Be, I've I've never had goat milk, and I, don't, I think I've had goat cheese, yeah. which is good. Well, yeah. uh, but that's about it. I never have had goat milk to know know that I was having goat no, milk. Okay, we'll have to get you some goat milk. What did your bed straw man have to say? Uh, the guy that brought up the bed straw. What did you tell him? He, 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 is it new to him? It was yeah, new to him, and he uh, he was worried. He was worried about the mowing it, uh, and I said, "Well, it's, it's usually not a not a problem. Uh, the mower, you know, takes takes it off. It's on the lawn. It just 
It's yeah. easy to mow it. Now, I've mentioned the rake exercise. Yeah. He said he's noticed that, that it's done, that it was easy to do. And then uh, then we talked about string mowers, another way to mm-hmm. works pretty good, easy to. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, uh, just getting started. It's kind of overwhelming if you'd. If you look at it and just, but once you get the rake started or the start of the process, it's uh, bed straws. Of all those weeds we've been talking about, bed straws. Easiest to grow. Yeah. And then we we talked about the uh, very easy to control it with uh, pre emergent. Yeah, does it bloom and have uh, seed? It must have seed. Oh, yeah. It's got that kind of white frosted look for a bloom. Oh, okay. But yeah, lots of that tiny little seed. That's yeah. Everywhere. And that's yeah that sticks to the pets and your your shoes. And yeah. It's amazing where the seed will end up. I had my yard mowed the, the uh, yesterday, day before yesterday, day before yesterday, and uh, it was needing mowing. That the rescue grass was uh, getting on up there. And uh, so was the the uh, bed straw was uh, rearing its ugly head. And the sad thing about it, it was in the front yard, you know, where everybody could see it. Uh-huh. But uh, it mowed down real good. That's what I found, too. I find that I think the hardest weed might be, uh, well, that uh, bigger lice is pretty tough. Mm-hmm. But also henbit and, and the chickweed. Right. That's uh, pretty thick, and it's a little harder to pull. I have a question. What time? All right, we got about a minute and a half. Maybe we need to talk about it more tomorrow. All right, you want to tease it? Uh, yeah, Neil Perry in his uh, today's uh, question and answer, he says uh, somebody asked when is the best time to prune roses uh, back my rose bushes that have grown too tall. Uh, I think it's during the winter. How do I do it? Also, please tell me about the rose rosette virus. Uh, we don't need to talk about that around here because we don't have much. Uh, but he says, prune immediately. Hmm. In South Texas, roses should be pruned during the first two weeks of February. Oh, wow. Now. In Central and North Texas, they should be pruned by the middle two weeks of February. My question is why? All right. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Hey, thanks to everybody that came out and visited. Lots of folks here at the nursery. Come by and visit. You can enjoy the music of the Texas Weather Band now and uh, through 3 o'clock. We will see you tomorrow. We'll tell you how everything went. And... uh, Hopefully we'll visit with you as well uh, tomorrow at Mill Burgers. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Al for doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Corpus Christi seems so far away. I'm not talking about the miles. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's Dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.